Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch new episodes of Grey's Anatomy Thursdays at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. This episode is brought to you by Bumble. So you want to find someone you're compatible with, specifically someone who's ready for a serious connection, totally open to having kids in the future, is a tall rock climbing Libra, and loves rom-coms with vegan pizzas on Tuesdays just as much as you do. Bumble knows that you know exactly what's right for you. So whatever it is you're looking for, Bumble's features can help you find it. Date now on Bumble. Share and also like be friends with your followers. I think when people wow, good advice. Yeah, go in, go off. When people have like a weird like hierarchy thing in their brain of like I'm better than you, you're following me. That's weird. Like I've gone to Disneyland with subscribers. I'm just like, hey, let's go hang out. Like I love. (laughs) Shout out Derek, love you, man. Like I love them. Like. I don't know. It's not like a less than a follower thing, more of just like a supporter. Yeah, like they're cheering you on. You need to cheer them on too. Yes. Oh, it's about to get juicy in here. Hey guys, welcome back to TK's Juicy Pod. I'm here today with one of my BFFs, Remy Cruz. Hello. Or Miss Remy Ashton. Miss Remy Ashton. I apologize for my voice also. I don't know where we went. went. to karaoke. I, but I was fine yesterday. Really? I don't know what happened, but... I feel like mine was raspy the next day, and then now I'm fine. I saw your story about it. Mine was just delayed. We'll but see. I naturally have, like, a little bit of a rasp <laughs> sometimes. It's sexy. Which is not the best, but whatever. Anyway, Remy is in the his actually I'm in Remy's his house his house <laughs> but Remy is one of my best friends but also one of my coolest friends <laughs> we're like in her penthouse I'm like looking at the freeway in LA right now the sunset the like, helicopter flies back yeah, it's so bouge so bouge one of my bougiest friends uh, I'll like, say that but she's an influencer and she has a podcast YouTube channel you know Mar Mar her dog's making some noises let me, it's fine let me pause this you want me to Okay, so we're going to pause the episode really quickly so I can talk about literally one of my favorite things on the planet, da-da-da-da, Anchor. So if you haven't heard about Anchor before, it's basically the easiest way to make a podcast, period. Let me just explain to you what they have. First of all, it's free, which like nothing's free anymore, so I feel like that's already your number one winner. Second of all, there's like all these different creation tools on the platform where you can make your own podcast and like you can record and edit it right from your phone or your computer, which is like crazy because you don't need all this fancy equipment. And like I said, it's free. So you're saving money that way too. And then my personal favorite thing about Anchor and like the main reason why I use it is because Anchor will literally distribute your podcast for you. So it can be heard on all different platforms that like basically any podcast can be distributed. So it can be heard through Spotify, Apple Podcasts, Stitcher, Google Podcasts, and many, many more. So all you do is submit your podcast link and they literally distribute it everywhere for you, which is incredible. 
And overall, it's everything you need to make a podcast in one place. So it's super easy. I can't recommend it enough. I personally use this every week and I just love it so much. I recommend it to every one of my friends that wants to start a podcast. Even my brother uses it. So it's very user friendly and I definitely recommend. So be sure to download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. So don't miss your opportunity to make an awesome podcast and download the free Anchor app or go to anchor.fm to get started. Now let's get back into the episode. Hope you're enjoying it so far. (laughs) Anyway, so Remy is just a boss ass bitch. Thank you. Can I press on this? Oh yeah. Perfect. Fuck yeah. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So do you want to tell, explain a little bit about what you do? Because I feel like when you explain it, it'll be more interesting. Yes. And like where you came from, how you, where you grew up, all that stuff. Got it. My name is Remy Ashton Cruz. I am 24 years old. I grew up in Orange County, California. So not too far from LA. Mm -hmm. Started my YouTube channel. I have two YouTube channels, a vlog channel and a main channel, both of which are pretty like lifestyle focused. And I started my YouTube channel, my main one, in high school. I went to college and joined a sorority... Go DG. DG. Did the whole thing. And did you have the chairs like go DG, go DG, go? D E L T A D Delta D. I don't know, I was only in it for a year. So I did it for a year. <laughs> and then throughout the first year of college, I feel like I was starting to put a little bit more effort into YouTube because it wasn't as embarrassing anymore. People like weren't being annoying like high school and things like that. And I wasn't as embarrassed to like and trying to hide it. So I kind of pursued that full time and then it started to pick up pretty rapidly. And then towards the end of the year, I remember asking my parents if I could take a gap year and just try YouTube full time and drop out of school. Yeah. And my dad, who was paying for school, was like, yeah, do it, please. (laughs) But my mom wanted me to like be a doctor and all these things. So she's like, absolutely not. You're going to stay in school. So are your parents, sorry to interrupt, but are your parents, are they like in the creative space? Do they get that at all? Or are they more traditional, like have traditional jobs? They have traditional jobs. I feel like for being an Asian family though they're not super traditionally Asian really? yeah the cold like but we're I grew up in Orange County like we're not yeah. super traditional in that way but so they didn't care as much as like people typically would you mm, think not really my mom is definitely very like career driven and things like that she was in the medical field so she wanted me to do something along those lines or just you know have some sort of some sort of Got stable you. job so when I asked them it was a no a half no half yes so I took that as a no started my second year of college and then three weeks in I remember just being so overwhelmed because I had like six brand deals due and then I also had like oh my school gosh. starting like, wait what was your classes. major I was doing psych Whoa. I went in as bio and then I switched to psych. Well, did you want, want to be a psychologist? Or I what? wanted to do PA, which is kind of like okay. a doctor. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then um, I was going to do psychology and then just do all the prereqs and everything yeah. for PA school. And so I was going to do that. And then three weeks in, I remember just being like, I can't do this. I had like a full breakdown. So I called my parents like hysterically crying. Like, I can't do both of these things. But like, I really think I have it in me to make this happen. Like, yeah. I know I can do it. I know I can do it. So my mom finally let me try. She's like, okay, take the rest of the year off. Yeah. And if it works out, great. If it doesn't, you'll just go back to school. And I was That's like, okay, wild. I'll try. So I, every day, like morning, night, morning, night, I would go, at this time, DIY videos were very in. Yeah. And that's actually what, my. I feel like my channel had two really big, rapid growth seasons 
reasons and one was during DIYs and the other one was like the health stuff so during the DIY portion I was at Michael's which is where Alicia grew up but that's how we like started talking it's and like hilarious. had it in common was we went to the same Michael's same Target and so I would go to Michael's every day buy like hundreds of dollars worth of like supplies and things and yeah. just go back and I had like my little like $20 Ikea table that I set my camera Aww. up like oh, like a bird's eye view yeah. and just like DIY'd all day long I would edit but all day long but I feel like long. you're really good at DIYs I think I'm good at faking them. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you, though. I feel like I'm I'm crafty-ish, but, like, they're... Yeah, I'm you not, are I'm no Lauren, though. Lauren's, yeah. like, insane. But, like, that was, like, fun for me, and, like, I saw that I was doing well or whatever. That was actually a big thing that I started before I went to college was my video that I made was DIY room decor for a dorm. Oh. And I, like, did all that, and that really helped my channel, too. So, yeah. See, I used to always watch your Cooking with Remy videos. Oh, uh, on my main channel ones? Yeah. Like, oh. back in the day, I would watch it. No way. Yeah. Yeah, I love cooking, too. I feel like that was a fun thing, because I was just good like I get to do what I like doing yeah online but then after that year of doing just YouTube full-time my channel grew from I think like 200,000 to like seven or eight hundred thousand wow so at that point I was able to fully support myself and then I did your parents like fully understand that or were they like what the heck is she doing like is she like <laughs> why is like, she making yeah. videos my dad was like why is she making videos in her room alone and this like is why weird. is she like making so much money like did they yeah. know how much money you were making um I don't think they knew the extent yeah um also I think I was it wasn't like massive, massive yeah amounts at this time still too but and I think I had just gotten a manager I just signed a Colette like I had Shut my up. first call with her in that bedroom at that house oh I remember being like I have no idea why I'm on a phone call with this random stranger this yeah is weird but my mom is a great a stage mom I feel like you know she's insane oh yeah so Sue's, she's right Sue's Sue's like saw I, I mean I grew up as a competitive dancer and oh, so she was like dance mom. she was like the Amy Poehler like in the, like she's like <laughs> loved it so I feel like as soon as she saw me like doing something else it was like stars in her eyes but it took her like a little a little time to understand but now she's like on all social media watches every video all Aww. these things so she loves it now my dad's my dad listens to everything he listens to every pretty basic really I'm like oh my god I'm so sorry <laughs> all the time wait what about your brother did he think it was weird or did he have like girlfriends that were like obsessed with him because like he like obviously was related to you or I anything like that fun fact well my brother used to be very like private mm-hmm. and was like he actually his Instagram now is Dally Cruz because he tried to pretend to change his name so girls couldn't find him oh, what? he was so secretive wait what's your age difference between Shane and I yeah he is 18 months younger 18 or 20, oh, 20 months so you're close yeah we're super close in age. wow yeah and so he thought it was like embarrassing and like hit it but then now that social media is big then he's like hey will you give me a shout out oh my like, god he's like chilled out now but his past girlfriends I feel like we're always fine but fun fact his girlfriend right now who I hope he marries I love her was a subscriber shut up and they met and she I think they met on a dating app and she like recognized him from like a video or something and so I always like to tell him I give him a lot of shit for it I'm like you know she's only dating you for me yeah for me (laughs) he hates it also like thank god that she knew me because she wouldn't think you were as cool exactly (laughs) I was like I gave you the upper edge shout out rem rem okay cool so what's like one thing that you like didn't expect from all this like this whole YouTube thing Mm, I think just people being so genuinely interested in your life yeah like it's so weird do you ever think it's like (laughs) like does any does any of it ever like freak you out how much is public in your life Mm, no because I don't 
think about anything. I feel yeah. like I'm so bad in that way where I just say things and I don't think about repercussions. Not in a bad way, but I just like forget. I don't have a very good filter sometimes where I'm like, oh, a normal person wouldn't say this and, you know, out loud, yeah. whatever. I'm just like, eh, whatever, it's fine. Like people, I, but I think that's also a good thing because I think it makes me a little bit more, not relatable, but I think people, you know, going through it are also like, yeah, oh, she's gone through it. Like not because I'm an influencer or because I have followers, but she's like, oh, someone else out there is also yeah. going through that. What is your like selling point? Like, why do you think people like watching you or are interested in you? I think because of that. I think because I'm not afraid to show when I mess up or when I'm going through something or anything like that. I feel like being very open and honest yeah. and like not ever hiding things. I things that I probably should hide a little more. I think, you know, people feel like it's raw and it's genuine, I hope. When you were starting out and stuff and then you started realizing that this is a business and things like that, mm-hmm. did you always know that you would make it big kind of? Like did you was it innate in you that like you were going to be successful in this? I think I, re- I remember those phone calls and those like going back home to my parents' house and just like being so adamant, just like, just trust me. Like I just I weirdly knew it yeah. was going to happen. There was like not even like you had a the doubt drive in my to mind. make it happen. Exactly. Like no, there wasn't a doubt in my mind that it wasn't going to happen, which mm-hmm. is kind of dumb. Yeah. But also, no, no, I think that's good. Looking back on it, I think it's actually really cool because I don't think I've ever felt that way about anything else in my life. Like yeah. that's so sure. You were so, so unsure. Yeah. I don't know how. Wow. I don't know why. <laughs> that's crazy, actually. Okay. So I have a few like random questions that I want to ask you. I actually texted a bunch of random people. Oh, like kind of like I did when I had Ollie because okay. I like to know like what other people are actually interested in. Yeah, totally. So I asked some my, some of my good friends. Ooh, are they three hundred sevens? No, I asked actually mainly girls. Okay. Just because I really wanted to dive into like your business side because okay. I feel like on pretty ba- like online you'll talk about guys yeah you'll talk about like weight like everyone knows those stories yeah. you know and mm-hmm. I feel like no one knows your like business boss side okay so I have a bunch of random stuff so one what's the weirdest thing that you've been able to do because of your following weirdest thing that's a good question hmm or like one of the weirdest things. Are we talking weird, like, strange, or just, like, oh, my God, like, Both, moments? maybe. Okay. I think the oh, my God moments are just, like, I, a big thing for me is being able to do whatever I want on my channel, because I know a lot of people that kind of put themselves in a box of whether it's, like, gaming or okay. cooking or whatever. like a niche. Yeah, exactly. And, like, I there I used to view it as such a downside, and I would, I remember I'd have countless meetings with my managers being, like, I just, I feel so lost because it's kind of a catch-22. It's, like, you, it's great because you can do whatever you want, yeah. but also hard because you have literally no direction. You're just, like, uh-huh. I can do everything, and then at that point it's just too much. Um, but now, right now, currently, I'm viewing it as a really great thing because it's helped me be able to expand my interests and things and then also I don't ever feel limited in any way. Got you. Okay. So I think that's a really cool thing and I I don't think a lot of YouTubers can No, I agree. Yeah. I agree. Lifestyle is a weird category. It's so weird. Because it's like when I say lifestyle, like I get it, but like the rest of the world pretty much doesn't. Even like (laughs) David Dobrik is like, like I think vloggers are like lifestyle vloggers, but I wouldn't say David's a lifestyle. No. It's so weird. It is weird. Anyway, and you're not like a beauty guru. Oh God, no. you know what I well, mean. We like started. We all started off. You trying. started off. Yeah. Well, you started off as, and then like when people like who literally are like like Jeffrey Star, who yeah. like eat, actually sleep, breathe, are good at makeup. makeup. Yeah. Like, <laughs> yeah. But you're really good at makeup. Oh, thank you. Both you and Alicia are. Thank you so much to Apartments.com for sponsoring this episode of Making Moves. 
Apartments.com has helped millions of renters find their perfect places. And the beauty is they're all different. None of us are the same. So why should our homes be? Someone may want hardwood floors. Someone else may say carpet all the way. Questionable call, but hey, to each their own. Some may want a doorman. Others may say, I can open the door myself. But Apartments.com has all the right tools to help you find the place that's uniquely perfect for you. Sort through the filter listings by amenities and make sure you never miss out with their instant alert option. With more than 1 million available units for rent, you're sure to find a place that's right for you. So whether you're looking for a place with a basement, a yard, a pool, or everything in between, Apartments.com has got you covered. Visit Apartments.com, the place to find a place. I personally love Apartments.com because it is so convenient. I get on it all the time when I'm bored or when I'm actually on the hunt for an apartment. I'm thinking about moving this year, so I've been using it like crazy just to start browsing and get ahead of the game. And the website is so user-friendly. I'm a huge fan. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. But what is like the weirdest like kind of perk or like, you know what I mean? Like, for instance, like getting a table at like a club or like weird like perks like that. Like what what's something that you're like, holy crap, like I can't believe I get this just because I have Instagram followers. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, no, like having a YouTube follower. I think it's just people don't even mean to, but I feel like you do get treated a little differently, Uh especially being in L.A., or actually not even outside of LA because I feel like it's so dime a dozen thing. Like when we go randomly to other places like in Ohio and things yeah. and like everybody's super nice. But also I wouldn't say it's like, I don't want to say that everyone does it, but it actually kind of built a complex in me of like, do people, are they doing it because I have followers? Or are they doing it because they genuinely like want to, because they're nice, because they want to be my friend. Yeah. So I feel like that's a weird thing. Is it built in this complex of like even dating or whatever, like anything in my life. It's always like, you always well, think like that. Why? Exactly. Do you know when someone's being genuine and, like, wants to be your friend versus, like, you can tell when they just, like, are paying attention to you because of, like, followers? Or have you had someone be like that before? I... Even the content, maybe content story, I wouldn't even say it was oh, that. Yeah. Like, that wasn't that wasn't even bad. I don't think... But, like, can you tell? <sighs> no, I'm pretty dumb. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, like, so trusting of everyone, and they can be so bad right in front of my face, and I have no idea. I feel like as time has gone on, I've, I've seen it a little more. There's never been, like, a crazy story of, like, yeah. something that, like, changed and shifted everything. But... I feel like I'm usually pretty trusting of people and I have to have someone like a friend be like, hey, watch out. Yeah. Like what? Yeah. That's why Alicia's a great friend because she's very... Oh, she knows. um, Intuitive with like what people's intentions are. I I told her that we're complete opposites in the way where like I give someone my full trust when I meet them and then like if she's the opposite. Exactly. She has to earn it. But what's weird with her though is like there's a very select few people that she's very open to at the beginning. Oh, yeah. Which is when you know, like, she, like, really likes them. Exactly. Because, like, she she just knows. She, I, you know what, I will give her, the, I think she is very intuitive. She is. a good word for it, yeah. For sure. So a lot of, like, for those of you that don't know, a lot of influencers get stuff sent to them for free all the yeah. time. 
And just like his brands, because like if Remy got sent like a pair of socks from a sock company, if she were to like tag them in a story, like that would do wonders for the brand. Mm-hmm. Like if we're being honest. Mm-hmm. So have you ever gotten sent something like super weird uh, or random? Like that doesn't go with your brand. <laughs> I got a vibrator one time. Shut up. <laughs> like a brand sent you a vibrator? Um, yeah, a brand. People, sent me. I've been seeing girls doing brand deals with. Them. I did see that. <laughs> I saw that <laughs> vibrator. I mean, you know what though? I was reading and I was like, I don't know if I necessarily would. I honestly yeah, would you? I don't think I, I don't think I would personally, but I saw it and I was like, hell yeah, like get it. I think yeah. it's great that she's sharing that or they're sharing that, whatever. Yeah. Be. I thought it was great. Yeah, I just don't know if I would personally. Um, but yeah, I got a vibrator one time. That was like funny though. That is hilarious. Yeah. Did you like post on your story or anything? Uh no, I didn't I didn't, didn't. Post, post it. But it's been like, you know, aging up is like a weird thing because for yeah. so long we put ourselves in this like box of being like, oh we're 18, we're 18, we're 18, and then all of a sudden it's like, oh I'm 25. Yeah. I'm 24. Yeah. Wait, what about did it? I remember the BB Rexa PR package. Oh, I got condoms. Yeah. Yeah. What else does she have in there? Like, like oh yeah. Class condoms, like fake money. (laughs) I was like, like a lighter. All right. The most random stuff. Weird stuff. I feel like usually though it's just like makeup or like yeah nothing like too crazy but there are a few that's okay what's your like favorite PR package to get Mm. (laughs) halo top ice cream (laughs) I mean that's a good one half seas I get excited I love half seas they DM me I literally scream oh they're so good yeah they're so good good. honestly yeah the food ones are my fave or I love a good makeup product yeah that's my fave cool now that we've done the weirdest thing what's the best thing you've been able to do because you're following Oh my god! I think I hate saying this because it sounds so self-righteous, but change people's lives um, more so when I with the DIY not, videos. I don't really care about yeah. like helping you make room decor for your room. Like that's great, <laughs> it's fun. But once I started the weight loss stuff, and like that took a lot for me to open up and be vulnerable in that way, and I went through all my trials and errors with that. But seeing Pete the way that it helped people change their lives, or um, I don't know, just like all those sorts of things, all the stories that I got to read or people coming up to me in person, all the things at, at Pretty Basic, the live shows, like meeting people and yeah. like hearing that. Just like being Pretty able Basic to live shows were epic. That was so amazing and that was like something that I will never forget. Yeah. All the stories, every single person, all the stories were insane. I remember one of the coolest things I saw, like a fan moment for you, was when we were. It was the Soul Cycle class that Alicia and I missed, and Violet and I met. Oh, oh my God! Yes, it was. Was it your birthday? It was my birthday. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's because the Beverly Hills location parking is just like it's the worst. Yeah, it's it's like Soul Cycle. Yeah, it's like (laughs) may as well pay twenty dollars to ballet. So anyway, we were there waiting for Remy to get out of the class, and she gets out, and there was this girl that stopped by, and she was like. Literally, did she start crying? She's crying. Yeah. yeah, she started crying basically because Remy had you went through a huge weight loss mm-hmm. journey, mm-hmm. and she shared and documented the whole thing on YouTube, which like I literally can't even imagine doing. See, that's another thing where I didn't think about it. And then when all these things started happening, I was like, wait, what? Yeah. <laughs> um, and I don't want to talk about it too much because, like, literally, you can just go to her channel and mm-hmm. you can, like, watch in her pretty basic podcast. Mm-hmm. Subscribe. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but that girl was literally next level. 
Like that was she crazy. she was saying basically how the only reason that like and maybe I'm speaking for this girl and it's not the right thing, but like she was crying and saying like the only reason that she like was motivated to go through her own weight loss journey and she lost like I don't know how many pounds it was like I think it was like a hundred pounds. Yeah, like something crazy. ridiculous, like a hundred pounds, like something really like life changing. Yeah. She said she lost because of Remy and like her like her videos and just like how much she inspired her and stuff so like even though you have shared and it's been such a struggle like sharing all that information do you like ever regret that or like do those moments kind of overcompensate for like it being such a struggle for you um I don't regret it at all yeah I think if anything I like those stories are so amazing and I feel like you don't even realize when I'm making a vlog about what I'm eating in a day and like what workout I'm doing like you don't think about the ripple effect or whatever might come from that. Like to me, it was just a fun video to make, but it taught me so much about myself and also got to help people. And then most of all, I think I learned you can't win at all. Like, especially in life and and online too. Like you can change everything by yourself and people are always going to have something to say. People are always going to have a problem. And I feel like that whole weight loss journey and documenting it helped me understand that through and through. Uh And I think that will carry on and help me for the rest of my life. Yeah. Did you have someone that kind of motivated you to lose weight? Um, A few YouTubers I watched definitely. Like I really fell in love like with the whole fitness scene. Yeah. I watched a few other girls Like Christy Vetter was also kind Uh of starting. She actually was, like, the reason why I started ever. I feel like even in the last, like, five years, like, fitness overall has become so trendy. Oh, yeah. It really is. You know what I mean? Like, even just, like, fashion Mm -hmm. is, like, athleisure. Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's so true. I mean, I'm happy because I feel like people are just getting healthier. And I don't know. It just, like, everything changed me as a whole human being. And I think for so long after the whole weight loss thing, it was always, like, you've changed, you're different, you've changed it up with, like, this negative connotation. But now I realize, like, I am a completely different person, but I like who I am so much more now, and I'm so much happier with my life than I was before. I think one thing people also don't realize is that you probably still would be a completely different person even if you didn't lose weight. Oh, completely. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you would still grow up, you would still age up, you'd still go to parties, like, Mm -hmm. you would still twerk. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, I know you did that whole video, but, Mm -hmm. yeah. Okay, I want to talk a little bit more about like being an influencer and the business side of it. Yes. So first of all, do you think like anyone could be an influencer? Yeah, I think so. Really? I think being an influencer is just like finding something you like and talking about it. Yeah. So like for me, I love makeup. I love fitness. I love that stuff. So I talked up, talk about it and I feel like people who are also interested in the same stuff or just like my personality gravitate towards me. But you know, if you like gaming, if you like I don't know, knitting, whatever. Like, you can be huge in the knitting world. Seriously. In the candle though. world. I feel like those um, Yankee candles, those are, like, a big thing. Oh, that's like oh a, that's yeah. That's like a Midwest thing. It is. You can be a candle influencer. <laughs> Who's, like, who are your favorites right now? Influence? Yeah. I love Whitney Simmons. Oh, yeah. I would She's take a-, a bullet for Whitney Simmons. Yeah, you would. Absolutely. I don't know. I just love, like, vloggers. I love, like, the Maggie McDonald's, the Kenzie's, like, all of the vlogs. Yeah. Um, Brooke. Oh, Brooke is my favorite right now. I'm halfway through I the 40-minute I just got vlog. off FaceTime with her. Literally before this. Tell her I love her. She's, She's my favorite, Danielle. Like, all those girls. Just because they're all younger than me, but they're all so driven. And I think it's so cool that they found their groove. Yeah. Groove. Oh, my God. It just it sounded so old. They all, like, found 
I don't know, whatever they're like, their whole their passion niche, and everything. Yeah. So young. And I think it's so cool. And I'm obsessed with all that. Who do you think's an underrated influencer? I mm-hmm. think, I say this always. I say Kenzie. Really? I love Kenzie. Yeah, Brooke. All, like, actually all. What about them. someone like, someone you've never said before? Outside of them? I love Jordan Rebecca. Oh, you're so, that's I'm so good. I'm a Jordan Rebecca stan. I think her. I agree. I agree. She's so funny. She's, I want to like, she and I, I think are the same person. She's one of my favorite podcast episodes. So really good. So great. Great human being. Who else do I watch? I feel like everyone's in the same like realm. What about Instagrammers? Is there anyone you think could pop off any minute? Mm, I feel like I just follow all my friends, to be yeah. honest. I don't really like I keep feel. up with any of the trendy people. Yeah. But, yeah. Do you think that there's a lot of overrated influencers? Um. You don't have to say who, but, like, do you think there are? I I think, I wouldn't say overrated, just people who maybe use their influence in the, not the best way. I think that would be a way of being overrated. Okay. You know, maybe not being, like, the best example. Not using it for the right reasons or whatever. Things like that. I wouldn't say overrated. I just feel like maybe they should have a lot less of a following. Personally. Got you. Okay. So what's one thing like business wise, like, was there ever a time when you got offered a brand deal that you were like, holy cow, like, I can't believe they're offering me. Oh my God. so much money. All the time. Or it's even like money aside. I think it's just like, holy shit, this brand that like, yeah, the so true. That I've known my, into, like you so good. The big one, there've been so many big ones for me. Accuvu contacts. I did a few years ago and I was like, oh my God, I wear contacts every day. Yeah. <laughs> no, really though. Things that you just like, I, grew up using the Gillette Venus one was really really big for me yes can you talk a little bit about that and like what does that even mean like how do you how does that like come to fruition that was a huge thing basically Gillette Venus which is like the only razor I've ever used since the day I started shaving when my mom taught me to shave when I was like 13 wanted to kind of start a whole branch of like an online direct-to-consumer sales kind of thing. Yeah, like an e-commerce. e-commerce. Exactly. And so they wanted to pick an influencer to design a razor with that would then be sold through the e-commerce site for the direct-to-sales thing. So it's only online. Exactly. It was okay. only online, kind of like subscription service almost. Got you. Um, and so they picked me to so do So they it. reach out to your management? Like, how does this work for someone who has no idea? Basically, I know that Gillette hired an ad agency. Okay. And then I know my manager pitched me to the ad agency. Okay. And then they chose me. As far as I know, I think I was the first choice. Maybe not. Either way, <laughs> I got picked. And I, it was such a cool experience. They were, like, such an amazing team to work with, the Gillette team and also the ad agency. And they were just super open to whatever I wanted to, to do with it. Yeah. I had, like, so many calls Which, it's, them. like, literally the cutest razor I've ever seen in my Thank life. Thank you. I, that was just, like, so crazy. Just, like, that feeling of, like, me. Like, you yeah. want me. And so I got to, like, design the whole thing. I did this, like, design day where I went in with, like, graphic designers and, like, worked through it with them. And, like, so pulled cool. inspo and did, like, photo shoots and all these things. So that was, like, a really, really cool experience. So with that, is that something for, like, the average, like, person that, like, has a 9 to 5 and doesn't understand this? Yes. Does that mean that they pay you a flat rate and then you do the whole thing? Or is it like one of those things where it's like, how many razors are sold? Do you get money or like whatever? If it's non-disclosed, you don't have to say. I think with that one, it was a flat rate. rate. You know, with all the things, it's always different. I've done deals before where you get the flat rate and then if you, you know, however many sell sell a percentage of that. It just kind of depends. But that one was just like for, you know. For everything. For everything. You paid, and much. then you exactly. do all of the things and then hopefully the razor sell like crazy. Exactly. Yeah. So when you're working with, a, like, what type of brand, like, do you want to work with? Like, what attracts you about 
a brand? I think when working with a brand? Or, yeah, like, what maybe, like, attracts you to work with them versus, like, doesn't, makes you not want to? Like, let's say it was something, a product, like, that you never maybe would use. Like, do you work with brands like that? I mean, I'm open to them, but I always ask for products beforehand so I can try it out and see. Yeah. Um, But brands and products that I just absolutely love that I've used religiously, whatever, like, it's always like, oh, my God, like, yes for me. Um, But I will say a question I always get whenever I do, like, some sort of like convention or like a panel or something I feel like they always whatever it is I just did like an orthodontic summit the other day for like um, Invisalign and it was like an, it was the funniest thing but they always like, I didn't even know that yeah, it was during VidCon time oh okay, okay it was so cute they were so sweet but it was like a room of like 50 orthodontists they're like how do we like put ourselves on social media like, wait what, that's like, hilarious it was so funny yeah they were so cute but they're asking like and it, it, the same question gets asked whether you're at an orthodontic summit or like at a VidCon panel. It's yeah. like, how do we work with influencers? Like, what's the best way to do it? Yeah. And I always say, work with the influencer and trust that they know what they're talking about. Because I've worked with so many brands before who like have such a set idea in their mind, like, this is what we want. This is what you need to do, which is fine. But the ROI on that is nothing compared to... So when, what's ROI? Oh, sorry. Return on investment. Okay. So basically, like, if I worked with a brand, and this is my favorite, is like when you work with them and you get to work with them, actually, of like, this is... They're like, these are our campaign details. These are like, this is what we want you to say, the talking points. This is our idea, whatever it may be. And I'm like, cool. Well, this is what I want to do. And like, let me know what you think. We can like switch around with ideas. Like, just kind of like all put it together and come up with the best way to like reach what you want. Want, but also I know what my audience reacts best to. I know what kind of videos they like. I know all these sorts of things. So like, let's work together versus like, do this. Here yes. you go. And it just feels way more transactional in that way. And it feels so much less, I don't know, personal. And I also, again, like it doesn't do well. And like, I know that. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. My name is Taylor. Welcome to the Eras Tour. Experience Taylor Swift's record-breaking Eras Tour. Does anyone here know the lyrics? Taylor Swift, the Eras Tour, Taylor's version. With four additional acoustic songs. Now streaming only on Disney+. Plus. Can you talk about a little bit about the repercussions that may happen if you were to promote a product that was like not something you believed in or not something you liked or it was actually not a good brand or product? Yeah, I think the biggest thing... Like why would you... If, if they offered you like a million dollars and yeah. you didn't agree with it, like yeah. would you do it? I would not. And I think the biggest reason for that is you... And the thing is I've made my mistakes and I've worked with brands that like, you know weren't exactly everything that I absolutely love and I had to learn the hard way and I think it's more of just like a you lose people's trust sort of thing you lose your audience's trust and like that is absolutely priceless yeah you can't put a dollar sign on that so I think you know I've learned to do that and like it reminds me of the whole like Kim Kardashian Yeezy story thing with what a million dollars? No, yeah. I don't know this. Oh, such a good story. So I think I think it was maybe a year or two ago. A company went to Kim and they're like, "Hey, for one Instagram post, we'll give you a million dollars." But Shut this up. company was known for doing Yeezy knockoffs. Shut up. So Kanye was like, "I really don't want you to do this," and she was like, "But it's like a million dollars for an Instagram post. Like, I really want to." And he was like, "I just, I like, I need you to not do this. Like, please, like, I'll let you do what you want, but like, I'd really appreciate it if you didn't." So she didn't do it. Then. And Mother's Day rolls around 
and he gives her a check for a million dollars and then also hands her a manila envelope and she opens it up and it's shares to Adidas and yeah. yeah love it isn't that crazy that's so, hot <laughs> I think that, exactly I think that's cool and I think yeah knowing that your audience is trusted I can't believe she even considered doing it truthfully I mean, I can, con- I can, I guess it. like if you're offered a million dollars, you think about it. When you asked me, I hesitated for a minute, but yeah. I was like, no, but like well, everyone. Alicia told me on my podcast, mm-hmm. she said, I asked her the same thing. She's like, no, you want some tea actually? And I was mm-hmm. like, what's the tea? And she was like, I've never said this before, but one time I was offered $100,000, 100K yes, I remember this. for a brand that I didn't want to work with and mm-hmm. I actually did turn it down and it was one like one video or like one post yeah oh and God. I was like holy cow like if I actually was offered 100k yeah for like one Instagram post of something I believe in like I would con- I would like think about it. yeah definitely you know but I think that's so much more admirable that she didn't do it I know and then I'm sure somewhere with karma the universe whatever it may be like it paid her back in some yeah kind of way too exactly what kind of advice would you give to maybe someone that's a small like wannabe influencer they're just like a micro influencer and they're trying to make a career like a full-time career out of it like mm-hmm. you have mm-hmm. what advice like what's your biggest piece of advice to someone like that I say this and I feel like it's so cliche but I, I think that this like stands till the end of time and I think just make content that you are actually interested in it's so easy to fall into the whole trend of like what's popular or whatever it may be but like like make content you would want to watch you would want to watch and also that you genuinely enjoy doing okay like the Emma Chamberlain thing is like so fun right now and like that's perfect because that's her yeah but like if I try to do that I would be so bored like let's say I blow up like so fun but then I'm not being myself yeah it's gonna get old I'm gonna go fucking insane and doing that authentic exactly and like it's just trying to be someone else when you're not and like there's already an Emma out there yeah so just like do what you want put your own twist on it and like you won't ever get sick of it that's the best part about YouTube and being a YouTuber or slash influencer is just like it never feels like you're actually working because you love it yeah so I think do it because you love it don't do it because you want money or fame or whatever it may be great advice (laughs) besides something so broad and you know like you said cliche because that's it's so weird because it's so cliche and everyone knows it but it's so hard to do yeah completely and like proactively like do that you know what I mean like yeah yeah, live that um what are some like I guess technical or more like day-to-day things you would say like wannabe influencers or like small smaller people can do to help grow their community would it be like posting consistently or using hashtags or like what would you say Mm -hmm. is like a technical more thing that they can do i think yeah definitely posting consistently i've been pretty like once a week or what what's i think it just depends i personally i used to do a schedule i don't do a schedule anymore because i started to lose like the novelty was wearing off i was like getting stressed about videos if they weren't in time and then i'd like throw something up just to throw something up and like for me i lost the fun so i was like you know what i don't need a schedule if you know a video needs to go should go up on saturday and friday night i'm like scrambling to get it done then it'll go up sunday like i'm not gonna freak out about that like no one's gonna be sitting on their computer waiting for my video let's be honest well i don't know about that (laughs) (laughs) well they'll get over it they're fine and like do you have a fan name a fan no, I've never done that. I think I was going to so say weird. the Miss Remy Ashtoners are, <laughs> are I remember waiting. at one point, like, that's such a thing. I was always like, this feels weird. The Marmars. The Marmars. Okay, we've got it. That's funny. I don't know. I think, yeah, just post 
don't stress out over it. It's supposed to be fun. Okay. So I think that's rule number one for yeah. sure. Number two, which you know what? I know not a lot of people have that same idea or like tactic yeah. for it. I do know that, but that's just what works for me. And it's always fun for me for the most part. Um, but I think, yeah, post consistently. So figure out what works for you. I try to do at least once a week on my main channel, three to four, two to three, depending on my blog channel, but yeah. whatever. I think more so also just like share and also like be friends with your followers i think when people wow good advice yeah go in go off when people have like a weird like hierarchy thing in their brain of like i'm better than you you're following me that's weird like i've gone to disneyland with subscribers i'm just like hey let's go hang out like i love (laughs) shout out derek love you man like i love them like I don't know. It's not like a less than a follower thing. More of just like a supporter. Yeah, like they're cheering you on. You need to cheer them on too. Yes. Can, and can I just say, like, Remy isn't one of those people that like. I feel like I'd have a lot of people on here that would say that uh-huh. and not live that. And like, uh-huh. Remy is like you like scream that. Like oh, thank you'd you. never put yourself on a pedestal. Like I remember the day I met Remy, and she was so like so chill like (laughs) you would never know that she like has this huge like luxurious like life it's weird because like you're you're one of those people that like loves nice things and you like to be bougie and stuff but like you are a down bitch like you're so cool so chill like I would be happy bringing you to a bar back home with my friends but also like bringing you to the nicest like event I've ever gone to which is really it's hard to do that with people thank you you know what I mean truly I feel like a lot of people you know, get these, get a hothead mm-hmm. and like, I don't know. I always hope to like remain humble in the sense that yeah. like you have, you know? Well, thank you. You're so good at that. People need to remember we're making, it's hard. we make videos at our house. Like it's not a big, it's, <laughs> it's not, not a big deal. deal. No, it's not. <laughs> I started mine because my best friends went to basketball camp without me. Oh, and I was like, what am I going to do? Gosh. Like it's not a big deal. Yeah. It's not. <laughs> so speaking, like going on with the more business side, you have some employees. I do. Yes. And you're pretty open about it. Are you? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So can you tell me a little bit about them and why they work for you? Yes. I have an assistant and then also a videographer slash editor. Um, my assistant's name is Sarah. Mm-hmm. Actually, I'll start with Eli. So Eli has been my friend since we knew each other in middle school and high school, but we didn't get close till a few years ago. Yeah. And he is my yeah, videographer, editor. And it's like a weird thing because we're best, we're not even best friends. We're like brother and sister. You are. Like we fight like brother I and sister. I can attest to that. But also he's my employee, which is like a really weird thing of finding that happy medium between the two. An but employee, like, okay, what does that mean? Like you to pay him by the hour? Yes, like, both of them are on salary. Okay. Was that and a big deal for you? I think more, it was, yeah, it's really, it was big. And again, I feel like I didn't even think about how big of it a deal it was that I hired people onto like my actual team. Is it weird that like you're kind of in charge of like their lifestyle in a way? I think, yeah, I think it's just weird that I'm a boss to anybody. I think about this all the time. I'm okay. like, why me? Like, when I get a brand, it's like, why yeah. me? I don't know. It's weird, but I, I don't like, know. Like, is it weird that you have control of what they do? Yeah, fully. Yeah. I like... Like, I, what's the weirdest thing? Like, what What do you think's weird? I or mean, like, having an assistant is just, like, 
super weird. So I've had, I had a couple of assistants in the past, but never like a full time. Like she has experience working as an assistant before kind of thing. So, and they're both on salary. Yes. Both on salary. And so Eli's great. Eli and I just creatively work together. Similar to what you do with Alicia. Actually exactly the same. (laughs) I have like, you know, whatever videos we're doing, whether it's a branded video or just whatever video I'm thinking up in my head and we brainstorm together, whatever it may be and kind of make that come to life. But having, and that, that's been great. And it's more so just like, I was already doing that by myself and kind of just like branching out and delegating that was a little bit easier for me because it's more just like, oh, like, cool. Like you can edit on this and I'll work on this. And oh, like, so that was easy to delegate. That was you. easier for me. I hate editing. Oh my God. Okay. I feel like I'm the only YouTuber who, when I got a video or a videographer editor, I was like, take it. Really? I don't care. Yeah. Everyone else is like, I'm nervous to do this. I'm like, take it. I never <laughs> want to touch Final Cut Pro again. But that was like, so fine. do you ever touch, touch Final Cut? I do. I edit my vlogs. Oh, you edit all your vlogs? Yeah. Well, okay. I, Shane edits them and like rough cuts them and then I put all the oh, okay. stuff on. But you had the flavor. Exactly. I have little transitions, little sound, a little whoosh. Yeah. But Eli, <laughs> Eli does like all the main channel stuff. Okay. And so that's great. But having an assistant for me was weird because I like to be in control of everything else other than YouTube stuff. I yeah. feel like I take YouTube so not seriously, but then everything else in my life, I like to, I'm very type A about yeah. everything and like planning and things like that. So giving up that was really hard for me. Yeah. And whenever I like have her do some, I'm always like, ah, can you do this? I'm so sorry. And she's like, you know, I'm like here to make your life easier. Yeah. Right. And I'm like, I don't know, please. I'm sorry. <laughs> so like and now we've been together for almost, almost a year, I think. So now I'm fi- like, I kid you not within the past month, I finally am like, okay, you have a routine. I need this. Exactly. Like it's not too much to ask her to like go grab me something at like PFC or whatever. If I can't drive all the way out there because I'm filming, like that's what she's like. She's here to just help me. Yes. And so it's taken a long time to understand that. And like, also again, going back to my thing of like, Oh my God, I'm just like a normal person. I don't need a personal assistant. But then there are days where I'm like, I'm slammed. I yeah. can't think, I can't do anything. I just like, I do like work, 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 work. Absolutely. So it's been weird delegating that. Do you ever look back sure. since it's almost been a year? Do you look back and you think, how did I operate without these people helping me? All the time. Now I do. I, again, in the beginning, I think I was so like, I don't want to like ask her to do something that like a little offend her or whatever it may be or like too much. And like, they're always just small little mundane things. But in my head, I'm like, oh my God, this is so weird to like have someone do it. But now. So what are like, what do you have her do? Like, what's the weird normal thing? routine? What's like um, the weird things you have Sarah do? Honestly, like, it's very normal stuff. Like, I taught her, Eli and I taught her how to do, like, final cuts. Because she, she's so cute. She always, like, wants to help out in, like, Aww. any way she can. So there are times where I've had her, like, she rough cut the PB, like, get ready with me video. Shut up! Yeah, because she's like, I just want to help. And I was like, okay, if you, like, want to. She's always so, like, active and wanting to learn and help as much as she can. So, like, that's great. So having her do that kind of stuff has been, like, amazing. Or just, like, small things from, like... It's a like, great quality sh- and employee oh, wanting to learn more. Exactly. Yeah. And so, you know, whatever it may be, like, she my schedule got to be a lot Uh a lot at one point and I was like I remember the one time where I was like I need an assistant like okay was when I missed a brand deal deadline oh no I oh in like five years of doing it had never even been like 20 minutes like less than 20 minutes before a deadline like usually it's the night before like I have that done I'm really good at planning that stuff and I missed it and my world came crumb and my manager was like you're fine I was like no it's not fine you're like it's not fine it was not fine so after that I was like I need someone to help me with my schedule so how did you find Sarah? 
um, Greg actually. Your found, agent. Yes, my agent. Sorry. And that's okay. People. Um, yeah. <laughs> people. <laughs> We're like pointing at the, the microphone. microphone. The people. Sorry, people. All the little people in there. Um, yeah, I've worked with like people in the past, but it was always like hard because again, I just like didn't have, they didn't have experience. I didn't know what to ask for. I didn't like no boundaries. I didn't even know, like, I didn't even have like a proper contract or like yeah. any NDA stuff set up, all those sorts of things. So, so they both signed NDAs and everything. Yeah. So these are like full time, like actual, like if you go to my office, I have like all the things printed out, like by the state, the like regulations, the laws, if like anyone needs to come by, like, you know, like to check on like wow. work labor things. Yeah. It's like legit. Are they, does Eli have the same rule as me about exclusive Exclusive. Yeah, he's got exclusivity. Exclusivity. I have it's hard um, word to say. It is. It's a big Ooh. word. And he's got, they both have exclusivity and things like that. I actually have within, I started my LLC, which is a limited liability corporation when I was 20, I think. And okay. then within the past year, I opened up an S Corp yes, just she to did. fund the employees kind of thing. Uh-huh. It's so weird. There's just like so much. It like, is I weird. never know what's going on all the time. So like with that stuff, did you just learn as you go or like did a parent help or like did your manager, like how did you know how to like navigate that it's all I, honestly my team and my family yeah I'll even like ta- like taxes like who taught you that um uh, I think my dad was like the one who sat me down and like was like walking me through everything and my accountant actually is my dad's best friend from like college oh shut up yeah so like okay, it's, all, it's all like in the family and it's like things people that I trust and I've been really lucky too we're right off the bat I know not I know pretty much nobody in YouTube has like had the same luck with me, but everyone on my team has been my original from this get go. Like again, Colette was my one and only manager and I had the call when I was in college still. Wow. So like everyone has always just been, I feel so good and intuitive. And typically managers, I feel like I know I have a lot of friends that will even like switch yearly. Yeah. Oh, completely. You know? I know people that have gone through like six or seven managers just because yeah. it's not the right fit, which is so totally fine. And like, you know, it, again, I think I'm just like the weird exception to yeah. the rule. So cool. Okay. Let's talk about the polls. Yay. Do you ever vote in the polls? Yeah. Every day. <laughs> Actually every day. Love that. Okay. So we came up with a few polls about random stuff. We'll go over them now. Do you think there is a difference between privacy and secrecy with people sharing their relationship publicly online? Because Remy is has a 307 boyfriend. <laughs> 307. Yeah. Like, what's that? Um, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do I answer this now? Yeah. Okay. Um, yes, I believe. I do believe there is a difference. I don't know where it is. I don't what know where the line falls. I just think. So this is my first boyfriend ever, and how is it? Oh, it's great. We love him. Does did it did it exceed your expectations? Was it a little underwhelming? Like, is it as like deep as Ooh, you expected? I, this is juicy. <laughs> Only for TK's juicy pod. Um, I, you know what? I had I had. I've never talked about this. I had a weird struggle because for literally 24 years of my life, fresh out the womb, all I wanted was a boyfriend. And <laughs> fresh I, out the womb, like, give me a boy! February 7th, 1995. Bring me a 307. So I think like that, like, and like that became my brand, yeah. like in the most annoying way. Can the way. 307s please make a meme of that? <laughs> oh my God, please, of a baby fresh, like umbilical cord still intact, umbilical cord still there. I think, so like, I don't know. And like all my friends always had boyfriends and I always felt like, in, not inferior, but I just, felt, I don't know. It created this weird complex in my brain. And just like, I went through a lot with guys because 
honestly, it was more so just within myself of like the weight thing. And like, I, I, I learned you just so wanted much. Damn boy. I just wanted, like, I wanted someone to love me. That yeah. was genuinely it more so T because I couldn't love myself. <gasps> yeah. It, and like, I, it oh. took me a long time to understand all of this, but it was like, wow. I wow. That's deep. Rem. It was, it was, it was hard. And I think it that's why I would cry all the time when I was like, not sure why. And it took me so long to get to this point, but it was just like, I wasn't happy with myself and I felt like no one could love me. Um, more so because I genuinely, I don't know, I just didn't love myself. Why? I think the weight was a really big issue for me of feeling like, I don't like, oh, I don't want to offend anybody. I always get so stressed about this. Uh, you can listen to it or tell me what you want to cut out. Okay, okay, cool. Um, I think it was just like a. Honestly, making videos online and having people tear you down all the time when I wasn't super confident in myself took a toll on me, obviously, yeah. as I yeah. feel like it would a lot of people. So I felt like genuinely having people tell me all the time, like, you're fat, you're ugly, no one's going to love you, all these things, like, it got to me. Yeah. And so I was like, they're right, they're right. And yeah. so I was so unconfident, but then in a way I would overcompensate by trying to make people think I was so confident when really I wasn't deep inside. Yeah. So that was my weird thing was when I finally, for me, it just happened to be losing the weight made me feel more confident in myself. Not because I looked a certain way, but just like, oh my God, I just took control of my own life. Wow. Like, yeah. Holy I was cow, like, I set right? my mind to something and I, I fucking did it. And yeah. there were so many, that's the thing is I did it so many times in the past or attempted to diet. Yeah. And there, it was just so defeating when I couldn't do it. And it's like, why can't you just do something, right? Like, and why? you were in control. Exactly. Finally. Like, I was like, I, this was like the 10th time I finally tried to diet. And I just was like, this is it. Like, I'm going to do it. They, and they, oh, you know what? what? I take it back. Second time in my life where I was like, not, not taking no for an answer. Yeah. That YouTube and that was just like, no, like, not going to yeah. stop. Just going to do this. And I had to go through a lot of like doing it unhealthily and then in the mix somewhere there were like guys that just like didn't treat me the best and then that you know classic it was more exactly not 307s it was like I finally thought that like okay I'm good I'm happy like I, I got what I wanted like you know I went after this and like I look this way now and, like people told me to be this way and like this is what I should do now I should be happy but then I wasn't happy with myself and then there were people where finally I like met these guys where I was like this is all I wanted and then like I still quote unquote wasn't enough Wow. So it was just, it was a lot. Yeah. But I don't even know where I got to this question. No, I don't know. It's it's really good. It's about, like, we were talking about privacy and secrecy mm, and stuff, yes. but I was talking about, like, you, you said you always wanted a boyfriend. Oh, yes, yes. So all that sort of stuff happened, and I feel like, oh, yes, I know what we're talking about. So I feel like all the things with, like, other guys never worked out, and it really made me focus on me. And I was just, like, chilling. Did you have, like, a moment? Like, what, like was this a long-term thing, or did you just have a moment where you're, like, holy cow, like, I need to focus on me? No, I think it was more of just, like, it happened naturally. Okay. I didn't even realize it. I think I was so, like, driven to, like, date, 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 like, go out on dates, whatever. Yeah. Finally. She was. Oh, my God. I was so dick-driven. It was crazy. Can I say <laughs> that? I'm so sorry. Dick-driven. Dick oh, my God. I was, this is going in the intro I part. was dick-driven. I was digmatized before, like, Digmatized. Beyond, beyond. I've never heard that. Oh my god, it's so it was god, I'm gonna use that. Do it, it's so good. It was so bad and so unhealthy. And then I think honestly, just being like rejected and like finally just being like, I can't win, I give up uh -huh. kind of thing. Finally I got to the point where I was just like, I'm good, I'm chilling, I'm just gonna like do me. Had like the best summer ever, fine and then like roll around. I met a guy, or I was <laughs> later on towards the end of summer, 
I have a date scheduled with a guy. I was like, I don't want to go. Like, I don't want to. Really? Yeah, I didn't. I didn't actually know this. Oh, I've told him all this. I did not want to go. I had like, I remember the day it happened. It was the day I was filming the Soul Cycle video, like in the middle, and I was like, ugh. Which every day before, I'd be like, oh my god, it sucks. Yeah, I, I know. Find a boyfriend, and I, I would like, hear all about it. Exactly. You know? I was like, no, I just don't want to do this. But I felt bad, and I was like, I said yes, I'm gonna go. When how it date. always works when you least exactly. expect it. Least expected, and I was like, wow. He's cool. Awesome. And then I think it was crazy for me, though, because for so long, all I wanted was a boyfriend. And then I got a boyfriend and I was kind of just like, wow, like I actually had this crazy breakdown with him early on because I didn't know if I could handle it, which like that was what was really hard for me was like, I don't know. How is it? that? What do you mean? I think it was just like, this is all I've ever wanted. And like, I put it on a pedestal in my head and then I finally got it and I was like, wait, I don't even know what to do with this. Like, yeah. what does this even mean? Like, this is so much more than this like fairy tale thing I built up in my head. Like, this is a relationship. You have to compromise. You have to work towards things. Like, there was a lot going on at that time with him too. And it was just like, wait, there's a lot more like work than I guess like fantasy and romance. I had, you know what I mean? Exactly. Than you expect. I had no clue. Alicia always told me too in the past. She'd always, before I met my boyfriend now, she was like, I hope, you know, you're going to get a boyfriend. You're going to realize like, you're going to be like, not oh. all rainbows and sunshine and yeah. yeah she's gonna be like oh it's just like this is a thing yeah and I was like no 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 like it's gonna be like, I do think though bells. girls like just for some advice like I think I'm so glad that I dated someone for a long time because now like when I meet someone who doesn't treat me right like from the very start I'm just I, I just like you cancel know. them out like I'm like yeah. no like I know what I deserve and I know what I've had and like you weren't even close to that so like I'm not wasting my time on you I love that. you know what I mean I think I'm there I will say now with my boyfriend I've never been treated like this by a guy in yeah. my life like he's the best you guys <laughs> the nicest human being so respectful I'm the biggest like, fan of him he's the shit but now god forbid if we never work out like I know I'm never gonna put up with the bullshit I put up with in the past hell yeah it's like a laughing I it's look such back a big learning me. experience exactly and it like I wouldn't have learned my self worth had I not gone through that so I'm happy and it's like the truest thank you next I've ever had of just like I'm happy it happened and moved on like I wish them the best. Yeah. I'm good. And now I'm really happy now. Yeah. And I also tell him all the time, like, I wouldn't have appreciated him as much as I did had I not gone through what I did in the past. Agreed. Because when I, he was, like, <laughs> nice to me, I was like, what's yeah. happening? You're what's like, wrong wait, with you? What? Exactly. Yeah, totally. So privacy and secrecy, though. Figuring Do you think there's out. a difference? I think there is a difference. I think having an online platform and things people expect to know everything like he and I like sat down and like talked about how like we won't be doing videos together but like Instagram is okay and like he doesn't necessarily like want his name out in the world so I'm respecting that but there have been people who still like take it upon themselves to like go through yeah. every single person that I follow to like figure out the picture and like share it on like uh, like comments and things and like to me I think it's disrespectful. It's not the end of the world. I'm not yeah. like, we don't like That's cry a lot of it. time and effort to go and do that. It is. And like, you know, if you want to spend your Friday night doing that, like that's totally fine. And like, we think it's funny, but I think I'm just trying to figure out that line of like, I don't want people to like, but the thing is I share so much of my life and then to shit, like not share something so big. I'm fine with it. And it's more so like, I'm fine with sharing stuff, but he doesn't want to share a lot of stuff too. He's more secretive or not more private. Yeah. Than secretive. So, and I'm respecting that, but I just don't want people to ever, like, think I'm hiding something from them or that they can't trust me anymore because I'm not sharing this. It's more just, like, 
and I've been really lucky where a lot of people respect it and they're like, hey, we get it. Keep whatever you want private. Yeah. And like, it's totally fine. So like hearing that, it makes me, I'm, I'm really thankful and appreciative. For yeah. People. I get that. Also like, God forbid something does happen. Like that. I can't even imagine having an online, like, like YouTuber boyfriend and then like br- the breakup. Oh yeah. And oh, getting asked God. about it all the time. And like, I mean, I've had that with like friendships before too. And it's, yeah. It's hard. It's, yeah. it sucks. And like, I don't so really public. want to go through that again. Exactly. Yeah. So 90% said, yeah, there's a big difference. I think so. For sure. One other thing, did your current boyfriend, does, did he watch YouTube prior to dating you? I think he watched like a few like gaming channels okay. and things, but he doesn't watch any of my stuff. I don't want him. He, like, he never does. You he don't said, think he's ever looked? Oh, I, he, no, I know he has. He said he watched a vlog one time when we were in Anguilla and he missed me. <laughs> that was cute. But other than oh my that, god, he, you guys were dating when he... Yeah, he in yeah. Mm-hmm. Like boyfriend and girlfriend? No, we were just like talking. Oh, okay, okay. But I've known him for like a while now. Isn't that oh, great? Like it went by so fast. My now. gosh. But yeah, I like don't, I ask him. Do you ever think <laughs> I say no thinks- podcast episodes? That's oh, for sure. Yeah, yeah. Do you ever think that he thinks what you do is like weird? No, he's super, he's true. He gets 307. it. He like gets it. And like, I remember. He <laughs> is the most 307 person I've ever met in my entire life. <laughs> yeah. Literally. He loves it too. I, we always talk about the, the phrase. I think, I remember when he, we went out to, on our first date ever, I was like asking him so many questions about himself because I hate answering questions about me, honestly. But he was Good, like. you're in control of the conversation. Exactly. And I love knowing about people. Yeah. And I remember he asked me like, so what do you do? And I was like, paused and I was like, well, that's a loaded question. And I remember... I like, like I take Instagrams of myself. Exactly. I just post <laughs> videos of me talking for 20 minutes. Like, that's about it. But yeah. he was so, like, intrigued. And also, I remember being like, it's that's how I always play it off. Whenever I go on dates and things, I was always like, I don't know. It's just, like, really weird. Like, it's super strange. Like, I don't yeah. know. And they're always like, no. Like, he was like, no. I think, like, first of all, it's a very normal job to have now. And I think yeah. that's really cool. I'm like, good for you to, like... Do what you love. Oh my god, that's like the most epic response. Mm-hmm. That's a sexy response. But like chill too, not like yeah, in- not like infatuated, exactly. like yeah, like wanting to like get your like, followers. Exactly, like cloud eyes. Yes, exactly. cloud eyes. Cloud eyes. <gasps> Did we just make a new thing? Cloud eyes. Cloud that is so good, Remy. I'm going to use that. Okay, <laughs> if you were famous, would you keep a relationship private or public? Obviously, you're pretty private. Pretty private, yeah. You're about as. Private before being public, you can get. Exactly. You know what I mean? I'm trying. I think, you know, through the friendships in the past, I've learned if they don't know the personality, they don't... That's the thing is with YouTube is that people are able to form this bond and feel like they know you and they know your personality and, like, whatever. They don't know his personality whatsoever. So if I were to say, like, oh, we broke up or whatever, like, it's like, oh, like... Okay. It's not attached. Exactly. They yeah, don't feel some attached. sort of like emotional attachment versus if they get to know him through boyfriend tags or if he has his own channel, whatever it may be, then you feel so much more invested. Yeah, emotionally for sure. 77% said they'd keep theirs private. That I, makes sense. I think it makes a lot of sense. I feel like you have to be an outlier to keep it public. Super public. Would you hire your BFF to work for you? I... Like, would you see Eli as one of your best friends? Yes. I would say it's it's like a weird thing. I think it depends on what it is. Yeah. Because I hired a best friend at one point to be my assistant, and that's weird. That is weird for me to, like, ask someone, like, oh, can you go get these cameras developed? Can you do this? Can you work on my schedule? Like, that, I think, is strange. I think for some people it does work, but I will say any friend that I have that has hired a best friend that's already been their best friend, like, not became their best friend after 
has said, don't do it. And I had a lot of friends tell me beforehand, do not do it. And I was like, we're fine. Yeah. We were not fine. But Eli and I. <laughs> we were not We were fine. not fine. Eli and I were different it's because. kind of like rooming with your best friend. I was going to say roommates. Like I, my college roommate and I became best friends after the fact, which really worked for us. Versus being best friends, then moving into it with each other. Yeah. That I would never move in with any of my best friends. Yeah. Alicia and I always say we would literally. Oh my gosh. Never. No. Absolutely not. But I think like Eli works because A, he's a guy. So we just like function a little differently. Yeah, I agree with that. And then also if the tasks are different, like filming and editing is very different than me asking him to like do random chores and things. That yeah. Are, you know what I mean? I think that's different. And then also just like personality wise, like Eli and I are very different. Mm-hmm. And like that, I think it just depends on the situation. Yeah. I think that's, I want to know what people say. I think they said no. Um, so 43% said yes. <gasps> wow, that's pretty tight. That's pretty high, though. Wow. I mean, 57% in a perfect no. world, it's really fun. You just get to play, play. You just get to hang out with your best friend. All but it says hire, not like be personal assistant. I think no. I personally, if I was doing like Alicia's, I'm, I mean, she doesn't have her assistant do laundry. If she, oh, if I. Laundry's weird. What? Laundry's weird. I feel like people do it though. Oh, I'm sure. You know? Yeah. Like, if I had a personal assistant, I'd have them be putting my clothes away, because I hate that shit. <laughs> I'd be like, you, you go put that in my closet. I'll find it later. <laughs> um, <laughs> I don't know. I feel like mm, there's certain tasks that I would, like, I, it would be weird. Yeah. I think, and it's finding that weird line, though, of, like, okay, is this too strange? Like, where do I go? And that's, yeah. like, you don't know what to ask. You yeah. don't know what not to ask. I think it's just better when it's a working relationship for personal assistant. Oh, yeah. For her and I, since, like, I think it works for a few main reasons, mm-hmm. and then there's a bunch of little reasons. The main reasons for her and I is, one, we weren't, like, that great of friends prior to it, it happening. Yes. So it wasn't like we had this, like, epic friendship, and then I started working, and then it was weird. And you had to turn on the like, work switch or the friend switch. Our friendship yeah. was developed because I started working for her more, That's and I was Eli around I her more. Yeah. Um, the second thing is that she's older than me. She's 26, mm-hmm. and I am just turned 22. So I look up to her, like, as, like, a big a sister and a mentor and a role model and like my boss mm-hmm. you know what I mean because typically your boss is older than you yeah except in Hollywood it's weird <laughs> I mean I'm older than all of my employees I mean older I'm younger I'm, the, younger. I'm the baby yeah 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 see typically that's like I feel like that's rare mm-hmm. you know I mean it's normal I guess in like Hollywood but it's still a strange thing yeah you know, um, but for me, it's like easy because I'm looking up to her. Like I, I, I always tell people like when I'm even to this day, like when I'm around her, I feel like a sponge or I'm around you guys. Like I feel like a sponge because I'm just like constantly learning and mm-hmm. like consuming like whatever you guys are doing. Like even like the cool, the best part about my job is like I even I'm not even learning like technical like YouTube or like creative directing like slash producing like yeah. video things. I'm also learning like how to personally be a better person because I'm like because I'm like with you guys in your kitchen or like you know we're traveling or like you know what I mean like watching like how you keep your apartment clean like just the simple things just doing life together yeah like how do I how do you guys do that and like it's it's really cool that's the cool thing about it I think that takes a special person though because I've had past employees who like I remember my manager pointed it out and I didn't even like 
notice it but there was like a specific business opportunity where like they could have really like stepped up and learned a lot but it was more just like okay like which is totally fine but it's just like okay I'm gonna do ABC like I'm gonna do Uh exactly what you tell me to whereas I feel like had you been given the opportunity it would have been like (laughs) oh my god like where can I learn like all the different steps and like things like that so I think it just takes a special person well and I'm just like I literally am constantly like being given value like I'm learning so much Mm -hmm. all the time even when we're like even just simple things like how to mix my drink better. Do you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah. Though? Like, yeah. dead ass. Like, just like little things about going out or like, oh, if I can call, if we're have a group, I should call this Uber. Just like literally little like things that you wouldn't think are a big deal. Like, have made my life easier. You I know? love that though. So yeah, that's what's really cool. And then I'd say just the other thing is that like, she's just so like respected in my head. And like, I know like for me, Um, our relationship is always number one Mm -hmm. as like friends and as like I I don't know I always also tell people like you know when I'm on the clock or when I'm off the clock I'm on the clock because I love my job and like that's how I am as a person same with Eli too like and I but both of you like want to do it yeah we're like forcing like literally today I called her literally like three times because I had ideas about stuff and like I was just happy to do that because like Literally, we have separation anxiety. It's, it's a thing. I don't know. And then last few questions. Are you a private or public person? I think I'm very public. Yeah, I would say so, too. Yeah. Um, For me, I'd say I'm public, but, like, it's weird. As I kind of grow, I, like, find myself wanting to be a little bit more private. That's what Kenzie was talking about, too, how she used to be very public with her boyfriends or just love life. And then as she got older, she learned to, like, not even intentionally just kind of like started being a little more private yeah i I like it's weird i think i think after getting a boyfriend i've learned to be more private because i think it's more of just like oh this is something safe and i want to keep it safe and keep it like to myself and not let anybody else touch it whereas before when i would talk about guy stuff whatever maybe it was like funny anecdotes that like didn't really matter because there was nothing that could like harm it because like it was just whatever but like once I find things that I'm like okay this is special well and it's like knowing what you're confident in enough to like put out in the world and like you have to expect you're not everyone's gonna agree and like you have to be confident in that and like Mm -hmm. you may get some like not necessarily hate but like not I don't know even when I put throw up a poll and it's like I get like negative answers or like whatever or like you know any people will deem me their opinion and it's not the same as mine it's yeah. like weird and like I don't know I guess it's just taught me that like not everyone's gonna agree and like you just have to be confident in that and like whatever you're like sharing um you have to share it with like an all open you, mind yeah. kind of thing yeah but that's hard it is I hard. don't think I could do it I don't not take a lot criticism of criticism I'm like no I'm right all the time yeah 75% said they're private yeah I could see that um what do you prioritize work life or social life I think people think I prioritize social life, but actually work life because I can't really go have fun unless work is done for me. Uh, I'd say you for sure prioritize work life. Work always comes first. Okay. Last few random questions. What's your Enneagram number? Two wing three. Yeah. That's so true to you. <laughs> Mine's three wing two. So. Uh, you're, oh, I didn't know you and Alicia were the same. Yeah. But it makes sense. Yeah. Yeah. Um... What, if you were a soul cycle instructor, what would be your opening song? And like, what would be your, what would your playlist look like? Oh my God. Okay. Would have a lot of Ariana Grande, Lizzo, like fun, upbeat, like kind of girl girl power. power, Exactly. Girl power songs. Opening song, I think would be 
There is this one song that I always said I would become a soul cycle instructor to play because it's my favorite song ever in the world. It's called Both of Us by Yellow Claw. Oh. It is so good. I don't know if it'd be my intro song. I think I would need like good as hell or some sort of like fun. Okay. You know, like girl pop, like feeling good song to, get to start it going. with, but like both of us would be definitely played. <laughs> I've like considered doing the program just to play that song and then be like, I'm good now. Three well, months We ago. need to... Did I tell you I got soul gifted? Yeah. Okay. Which I'm like literally me. so excited about. I'm so proud of you. But... um. We need to do, like, ride a podium class together, and, like, we can, like, lead a class. Oh, my. Can we do that? Yeah. That's can what you? the girl told me. Wait. I know Gretchen and Matt yeah, can do it. she said that we can do that. Oh. She's like, if you and Remy, because she, like, literally calls it, like, our squad. It's like, <laughs> Remy, Ashley, whatever. Yeah. And she was like, if you guys ever want to, like, lead a class, just let me know. Wait, like, is, is there an instructor there? Yeah, like, so I think, like, you let's say we did Dakota, like, yeah. he would be, like, walking around, like, hyping yeah. everyone up and, like, doing his talking, because, like, he thrives at that, and yeah. then we would be riding podium. Oh. And he would still tell us what to do. Let's do it. Yeah, I just need, like, literally a few more classes to, like, get ready. Okay, it. let's do it. I've never <laughs> ridden podium. My 300th is coming up in, like, a week, though. That is actually insane. We should do it on the 300th. I mean, we could. When we're back from Tokyo, I'll, is my, I have two more, and then I have 300. Oh, my God, I need a train. Okay, let's get ready. Well, yeah. <laughs> well, well, we need to tell the girl. <laughs> We'll get some bikes and just ride around Tokyo the whole time. Yeah. <laughs> we're in Tokyo. We're like, do you guys have a soul cycle? <laughs> no, it's soul cycle. Soul cycle. What's something you're excited for about your future? Mm. What are you looking forward to? I think, I think for me, actually, it's finding my new, like, groove in YouTube. Because for a while, it was, like, weight loss. And eventually, I hit the point where I was just like... I don't even want to talk about this anymore. So I can't imagine anybody else wants to hear about it anymore. So I think right now it's kind of like in that weird, like floating around area. I'm just like, oh, like this sounds fun. This sounds sounds fun. And it's very like whatever. But I can't wait till I find something new in my life that like genuinely interests me. That becomes like my new driving force behind my content. Got you. And then last two questions. One, Kat Ocker actually came up with this one. By the way, Kat, we love you. Love you. Can't wait for Halloween. (laughs) How would you describe me to someone that's never met me? Oh, my God. I would say the most personable, (laughs) fun... This is such a weird question, but I'm, like, interested. No, but, like, you're such a down bitch, and, like, you're such a good time. I think you light up a room when you walk in. No, I fully mean it. I think that you just, like, bring the party, and you're so fun to be around. You're so funny. And you're also wise beyond your years. Oh, thank Mm -hmm. you. Mm -hmm. I remember, like, I always tell Remy this, like, literally, it'll be midweek, and all of a sudden, I'll get a text, and it's like, okay, we're doing karaoke at blah, blah, blah on Friday, like, (laughs) da-da-da-da, and then we're doing this on Saturday and this on Sunday, and it's like, you owe me this much money, and I'm like, perfect, got it. Their plans are good. <laughs> and it's like, so I don't know who's going. Yeah. Like, I don't know anything. I'm just like, all right, I'll be there. I've learned I just have to be the planner. Because, like, if You're I don't plan it, then no one does anything. And I'm, like, sitting at home. I'm like, I wish I was doing karaoke right now. So instead, <laughs> now I'm like, hey, I called 10 different karaoke spots. And this one takes the room for 15, so we're going. Well, I also love that your apartment is downtown. Because I feel like we always pregame here. So I'm like, I can just walk it's over. It's the best. I know I can't move. Okay, and then last one. Um, what are some words to live by? Like, do you have a quote? Do you have something someone's told you? I don't think. Um, You know what? This kind of goes back to what I went through and learned. But it's the quote where it's like... You can be the ripest, juiciest peach, and there's still going to be people that don't like peaches. And so, like, I... I Juicy! Juicy! (laughs) I didn't even realize. It's so true. It's so true, though. Like, you... Who told you that? I think it's just, like, a Pinterest, like, Uh thing, you know? On, like, a home goods poster. But (laughs) it's so true. Like, you can be, like, 
and that's what I went through of like the best version of yourself or whatever like and people are still gonna find things they don't like and that was my whole thing of like okay like people don't think what this way about me like they're saying this let me change myself literally changed everything about me and it's now like well now you do this wrong and like you this still don't that. like it. like you will never be perfect to everyone so like who the fuck cares so you can be the ripest juiciest peach and there are still gonna be people that don't like peaches dang sis went off it's <laughs> true <laughs> I wish I had my microphone. Damn I it. know. <laughs> I know. Okay. Anyway, thank you so much, Remy. Thank you for having me. This for is being so on the pod. Guys, please be sure to follow her if you don't already. I'm sure you already do. It, what is it? At Miss Remy Ashton and everything? Yeah. Miss Remy Ashton and everything. Go subscribe to her podcast. Leave it a review. Gas her up in the comments. Thank blah, blah, blah. You. Anything else you want to pimp out? Um, Anything stay they need juicy. to look forward to? Stay juicy. Do you have a little catchphrase? I, it's um, at the beginning of my podcast. It goes, ooh. It's about to get yes, juicy. I did know that. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. Okay. So, yeah. And be sure to follow me on Instagram at TK's Juicy Polls because without you following me and voting the polls, the podcast wouldn't be a thing. Rate, comment, subscribe. Yeah, rate.